Hello and welcome to the Connect and Rise podcast. I'm your host, Cody. And I'm your host, Reese. And we will be talking to you about all things health and wellness. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 16 of the Connect and Rise podcast. Today, you have just me. So last week, um, Reese did a solo episode and this week I am doing one. This is just due to schedules, being busy. Um, yeah, and both just having different topics that we want to talk to you guys about. So this is one I've been wanting to do for a little while with you all. And it is in regards to meditation and breathing techniques. So this will be a nice, short and sweet episode. I'm going to run through how meditation and breathing techniques have helped me, different types of meditation, different types of breathing techniques. And then at the very end, I'm going to run you through a guided meditation that you guys can enjoy and hopefully kickstart your meditation journey. So to start off with, how have they helped me? I am, how do I word it? I don't know if we call it high strung. I'm someone who can get stressed very, very easy. I don't always externalize this stress. Sometimes I definitely do. Um, But my body perceives stress or my fight or flight kicks in super super easy compared to other people that I know so for me it has to be a conscious decision to keep myself in a calm state and to make sure that fight or flight is constantly not turning on um so for me meditation has really really helped that I tend to do meditation in the morning just so that it sets up my day I know that if I do that first thing in the morning it sort of just sets me up and knows that whatever comes my way, whether that be a challenge or whatever it may be, I feel like I can face it better if I have done my meditation and have my intention set for the day. So I love guided meditations. The reason I love these was firstly, because they are so easy to do when you're first learning. I started meditating in, when would it have been? Probably like June last year. So June, 2019, I started doing it consistently. Um, And I started with guided meditations because that way I had someone sort of walking me through the process and I used different apps. So I currently use an app called Bloom and this app has a heap of different meditations, whether they be guided, mindful movement, anything like that. But they're all focused on how you're feeling and your current mood. So at the very start, you select what your mood is for the day and then you can choose your guided meditations or whatever it might be according to this. Um, And I really, really loved that because some days I'll wake up and I'm feeling great. So I might not feel like I need to do a meditation as much, but on the days that I am feeling great, I love to do a meditation based around gratitude or manifestation, goal setting, anything like that that can just lift that good mood higher and yeah, create purpose. On the days where I might be feeling anxious or upset, angry, whatever it might be, then I will do one specifically for that. And it just gives you the tools to bring yourself out of that moment or that mood. 
Um, I am someone, and I have mentioned this a few times on this podcast, I am someone who suffers from anxiety. Definitely not serious anxiety, thank God. I really feel sorry for anyone who does have that. It can be debilitating. Um, for me, it is, it's awful to have, but it's definitely manageable, mine. Um, it came about more from like experiences or the environment that I'm in and definitely can get triggered by the environment that I'm in, um, which I'm trying to sort of teach myself better ways to deal with that because you can't always control that environment 24-7. But yeah, anxiety for me before I had meditation or before I really dove into it, and went into all these techniques, I very easily shut down um, and got just so overwhelmed from my anxiety. I would hold my breath. I still do it. Um, If I'm very, very overwhelmed, I'll hold my breath and then I have to become aware of it and put in my breathing techniques and be conscious of it. But when I first started experiencing anxiety, I didn't really understand how to do any of that. So I'd hold my breath, I'd get dizzy. I almost felt numb. It was an awful, awful feeling and yeah, it's not it's not a nice feeling to have. I would love to get someone on here um, one day that we can talk about mental health for, and have them as a professional on here talking about it because I'm definitely not a professional. I can only talk about it from my own experience. But yes, I am someone who suffers from anxiety. So meditation and breathing techniques really, really work for me to help maintain that. But If you don't have any form of mental illness, you might just have a day where you're stressed, then these things will still apply to you. So different ways to meditate. Meditation, if you don't look into it or if you're not really familiar with it, can seem like woo-woo, sitting down, legs crossed, fingers touching, like chanting, mantras, all that type of stuff. And it can be a little bit scary because that's a very traditional way of doing it. And sure, there are meditations that are like that, but they don't always have to be like that. I love to tell people that meditation is whatever helps you to achieve a calm state, to clear your mind. So all those thoughts that are going on in your mind, clear them, at least calm them and walk away feeling lighter than what you did going into it. So a form of meditation that I already spoke about was guided meditation. There are amazing apps for this. I've already mentioned Bloom. There's an app called Smiling Mind, um, Headspace, and so many more. These are so easy to find and so many of them are free. If anyone owns an iPhone or a Samsung Galaxy, which I'm assuming majority of you guys do, then you would be able to download many free apps for this. So guided meditations are awesome. If you are starting out on your meditation journey, I would strongly suggest this. Just helps you to walk through, get an understanding. They can tell you when to breathe, how to sit, what to focus on, how to bring your attention back. So it's a really awesome way to do it. Um, Even if you are not a beginner, I would suggest doing the memory so often just because it can really help you set an intention or a purpose for that day. Um, And it's just awesome to practice different types all the time, I think, and keep your mind guessing, not always doing the same thing. Um, A second form of meditation can be intention setting. So this for me looks like 
not having anything on in the background telling me what to do, just having a really quiet space. Or sometimes I like to even do it like at the beach, have a yoga mat and just on the beach, no music or anything going on, just the noise around me. And I go in with an attention. So an example of this intention might be gratitude. I might go in wanting to focus a lot on gratitude. So within this time, I will focus on calming my mind, focus on silence, but I'll also focus on the thoughts that I do have being around gratitude. So I am grateful for the home that I have and why I'm grateful for it. And I will dive deep into them. Um, Another intention setting one could be manifestation. That's something that I am still learning to do. Um, Yeah. If you have social media, I'm sure you hear a lot about manifestation. I definitely do because a lot of people that I follow are more spiritual or have the same sort of mindset to myself. So they will often talk about things like meditation and manifestation and all of that type of stuff. So that is awesome. Definitely check that out. Um, Like I said, I'm still learning to do it. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'm doing it properly yet. Who knows? So keep posted for that one. Um, another form of exercise that people don't always consider to be meditation. I think I just said another form of exercise. Another form of meditation is exercise. For me, going to the gym and having music on, being in my own head, not letting the thoughts run rampant, but just really enjoying the moment that I'm in listening to that music. That is meditation for me. I always 99% of the time leave the gym feeling so much calmer so much happier and the thoughts sort of have a moment to slow down because I focus on what my body is doing I become really in tune with how that is moving how it is feeling and like I said I have music so yes there is noise going on but that is a form of meditation for me another form of meditation can be walking in nature that's with I would prefer or yeah, I'd prefer to do it with no music. So a bushwalk, no music by yourself, listening to all the sounds around you, whether that be the nature, the birds, the water trickling, anything like that. That is super calming for me. And you're getting out and having a walk and moving your body as well. Um, or it could be walking along the beach, focusing on the sound of the waves, having your feet in the sand, noticing what those feelings are, noticing what you can feel, what you can hear, what you can smell. It's bringing you to that present moment and that is enabling you to calm your mind, bring you to the present moment and not letting your mind run rampant in the past or in the future or anything else that it might be doing. So they are examples of meditation that really work for me. Some normal, some outside the box. Find what works for you. I know some people, for example, my brother, he has recently started or wanted to do some more stuff to help his mindset. And he said that playing his guitar is a form of meditation for him and helps him calm his mind and make him feel happy. And that's amazing. That is meditation for him because that makes him achieve that same feeling. So whatever it makes you achieve that feeling, go for it. That's your meditation. Um, Now, breathing techniques. So if you have looked into this already, I'm sure you know the extreme powers that breath has or breathing has on your body. Um, And if you haven't, then I will share a little bit about it. I won't go into a lot of depth 
Um, but I do have a little bit here that I would like to share with you all just so you can understand how powerful breathing actually is. So we have two systems or functions within our body and that's the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. So when our breathing is short and rapid, our stress hormones kick into gear. And that's what I told you before in terms of fight or flight. So it could be something as simple as an email that makes you feel overwhelmed or stressed and your body will kick into that stressful fight or flight situation. And that came back from when we were running from a tiger and we were fleeing and your body can't differentiate the two and say, this email is stressful, but I'm not actually in a life or death situation. It actually thinks that it's about to run away from a tiger and save itself. So the stress hormone kicks in, the breathing becomes short and rapid, and that is when these systems get affected. So one of the breathing techniques that I will go into after this is called alternate nostril breathing. Um, And some of the benefits that this breathing can have is that it can decrease blood pressure, It can aid in a sense of ease and calm by igniting that parasympathetic nervous system. So during this alternate nostril breathing method, bit of a mouthful, um, it's able to help reduce stress, which is a significant factor in the progression of autoimmune disease as it causes inflammation within the body. Um, And it also Stress is also a significant, um, what would you call it, factor that lacks the tools for self-regulation. So you can suffer from insomnia, anxiety, panic attacks, anything like that. Stress does so much damage to our body and breathing has a very big part on that stress. So if you allow these breathing techniques that I go through with you, to help calm that breathing, your body won't be in that sense of we need to run away from danger. It'll be okay, this email's stressful, but bring that breathing back down and bring that nervous system back down and your body will be able to calm itself back down and not want to run away or freeze or fight because it's fight, flight or freeze. So yes, the first breathing technique that I'll go through with you is the one that I just mentioned. So it's the alternate nostril breathing method. This one is probably one to do in your own space. I mean, if you want to do it in public, you do you. The reason I say it's probably one you want to do in your own space is because you actually have to physically be touching your nose while you do it. So it's more obvious if you do it in public. But like I said, you do you. If you're happy to do it, go ahead. So the way that you do it is you put one finger on one side of your nose. So blocking one nostril, you take a big breath in, in the one nostril that is open and you count to four. Once you get to the top, you hold it for four seconds. You change the finger to the opposite nostril, blocking the one that was just open and opening the other one that was just blocked. Breathe out for four seconds hold for four seconds and repeat. So I hope that makes sense without being able to see me do it, but you're pretty much just having one finger blocking one nostril at all times. So you can only breathe in through the one nostril, not through your mouth, only through your nose, holding for four, breathing out for four, holding for four, and you're continuously alternating each nostril. That is a really good way to control your breath if you are really stressed because 
you really have to concentrate on breathing through that one nostril. Um, another way, another form of breathing technique that I really love and I find you can do anywhere. I will do this if I'm at work and I feel stressed or if I'm in public and something has stressed me out. It's called box breathing and I'm a visual, a visual person. So I picture a box and the box has four sides to it. It's similar to the alternate nostril breathing where you'll do for four seconds. So you'll breathe in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds and hold for four seconds. And so while you do that, you can picture the box. So breathing in is the line down the bottom, holding is the line to the side, breathing out is the line at the top and holding is a line down. So you're pretty much drawing a box in your head, but you're just using that four second hold, four second hold method of breathing. And this helps you to regulate slower breaths, slow down that breathing or be conscious of breathing. So I actually don't know which is more common, whether it's more common to breathe fast and rapid or whether it is just as common to hold your breath. But for me, I know that I couldn't understand and I went to a psychologist when my anxiety was really bad and I actually said to my psychologist in one of our sessions, I said, I feel like I should be having panic attacks or I feel like I am having panic attacks, but they're not what people say they are. They're not hyperventilating and freaking out and thinking I'm going to faint. But it, I get to the point where I haven't been conscious, I've held my breath and then all of a sudden I'm dizzy and my breathing seems to be difficult. I always feel breathless and heavy on the chest and that is when I've noticed that I've been holding my breath. So these techniques help bring it back, help me focus on that breath and help calm that nervous system down. And a tip that I like to do is I like to set a reminder in my phone, a habit that goes off every single day around lunchtime for me, but you can do it any single time. You can do it several times a day and it just simply says breathe. And when I see that, I like to do the box breathing maybe three or four times, depending how I feel and just in my own space, or it can just be three nice, big, deep breaths just to bring that breathing back. You might feel perfectly fine, but it's a nice little reminder for you each day to, am I breathing properly? Am I stressed? How am I feeling? It's a nice little reminder having there and we all have our phones on us 24-7. So it's an easy way to do it. So to end this episode, it has been nice, short and sweet. I hope it has been helpful helpful for you guys. Um, I'm going to do a guided meditation. So if you are driving, maybe save this for when you are either pulled over, not driving anymore at home or wherever it may be. But if you are driving, pause this, please come back to it. I'd love for you all to at least listen to this, but ideally I would love for you all to just do this. This will only be a couple of minutes. It's nice and short and sweet and hopefully it will set up your day to make you feel better and to achieve everything you want. So starting the guided meditation, I want you to take a seat either on a chair on the floor, on your bed, anywhere that simply allows you to sit with your back up straight and your chest expanded. Close down your eyes and place your hands wherever they are comfortable. This can be on your lap, on your knees, could be on your chest or your stomach 
if you want to focus on those big deep breaths you're about to take. And now that you have this position, I want you to take three deep breaths using the box technique that I spoke about. So in for four, one, two, three, four, holding for four, two, three, four, out for four, two, three, four, holding for four, two, three, four, in for four, two, three, four, holding for four, two, three, four, out for four, two, three, four, holding for four, two, three, four, and in for four, two, three, four, holding for four, two, three, four, out for four, two, three, four, and holding for four, two, three, four. Now just bring your breath back to a normal rhythm, but making sure those breaths are nice, deep and long breaths. This meditation has the intention of reminding you that you are enough. You are capable and life is wonderful. Repeat these I am statements after me. I am enough. I am exactly where I need to be. I am capable. If your mind is wandering off, don't worry. Just gently bring it back. I like to picture my thoughts as clouds simply passing by. We are so lucky to be alive today, to have this time, to breathe in the fresh air and to experience life as it is. You are capable of whatever you put your mind to. Slowly start to observe the sounds in your environment, whether they be small sounds or big sounds. Make sure your breaths are still deep and long. Now start to wriggle your toes and fingers and recognize how your body feels. Slowly open your eyes and become aware of your environment, but stay sitting in this position. 
Now take a moment to sit in this space, in the silence, and keep breathing. After you have allowed yourself to sit in this space for a few moments, slowly go on with your day and have a beautiful day.